We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Back again, Andy Lou, Tamis Fendiari. Uh, who we got this week? All right, I don't know. We got we got a special guest here, uh, the curator of Warriors World, the person who everyone hates hates on Twitter for being arrogant and insecure at the same time because he leads Warriors Twitter. Uh, Sheed, how you doing? Yeah, good man. I'm good. And, uh, I don't, I think I think you know we focus on the love more than the hate. Salute <laughs> <laughs> to everybody that supports us. Well, you know we we you know it's our own fault for giving the miserables the attention they don't deserve because that's all they want. They just want they just want you to acknowledge their miserable miserable existence. And every now what and then, Andy and what I, Andy and I have to have to quote them and troll them a little bit. And next thing you know. You know, shenanigans breaks out. I I don't I I take like a day off from from trolling. I I, I thought I was pretty quiet today, and and it's Sam's turn to get all uh, <laughs> to get all pissed about it. I, I need to know what happened. She, what did you do? Who did you who did you piss off? Uh, I'm just talking about thing. the last week. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't think it was anybody in uh, particular today. I think it was just I didn't even see that much of a you know normally when a team wins. It moves on. There's always like the, you know, like there's a victory lap phase, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure we all saw the the, the parade through Houston last night for Chris Paul to finally 
advance to the Western Conference Finals. Point guard, best point guard, or no, second best point guard all time now. It's official. He made one Western Conference Final better than Steph again. I mean, anytime you can outplay Raul Neto. (laughs) I kind of like Neto. Solid third string point guard. Warriors could use Raul Neto. Yeah, but, but you notice there's like no, uh, there's no asterisk talk. There's no mention of, you know, Minnesota's best player being hurt or uh, Utah's two point guards getting hurt. And there's no talk of that. No, that's all. That's only reserved for, um, for for certain point guards. Yeah. Remember when? Uh, remember who was hurt? It was Mike no, Conley. Remember Yusuf Nurkic was hurt. Remember it was it was like it was like hey they didn't even play the the Blazers with Yusuf Nurkic remember that there was I don't even think it was like a big thing but the fact that it's mentioned year so year one year like, one it was on. a year one it was a big thing I can't remember who was oh the Warriors were up three zero and Drew Holiday sat out game four because he was banged up oh, like yeah. no point guard see see they got lucky they got lucky but, but, yeah. Uh, Mike Conley was hurt, but there was no men. But through three games, when the when the Grizzlies were up two one, and when Game Four, you know, in Memphis, it was all the talk was about uh, how gritty Mike Conley is for you know performing through his uh, broken face and whatnot. Yeah, but that's kind of like that's what Cavs fans say to Warriors fans, like, "Oh, stuff wasn't hurt when you guys were up three one." No. Whatever, we can go cyclical on this. Um, <laughs> it's it is one of the it is one of the more annoying things though. Who was it, who, who was uh, what, what was it? What is it this year? It's the new. This is a new one. This is the new Warriors fans are insecure phase of the year though. I haven't heard this one too much. It, it was arrogant fans the last couple of years. This year is the insecure ones. The uh, the uh, uh, you gotta like my team because uh, Kevin Durant's not there anymore. So it's like. Now they're like, well, your wins don't even count because you got Kevin Durant and you're all mad because we don't think your wins count because you have Kevin Durant. So you're insecure about it. That's a new one. That's well, a new one. It's just like it's here, – here's the thing. If Andy gets all excited about the Warriors and tweets some, you know, like Steph, Steph's a goat, uh, he's arrogant. But if Andy says something to someone who says like Steph sucks, he's insecure. So it's just kind of like trying to silence, and we will not be silenced, Andy. <laughs> we will not be oppressed by these heathens. We'll not let these these fucking uh, clowns who try to police everyone's behavior win. I will continue to push back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't even necessarily agree with them when you know when the talk kind of spills over to you know when they love to mention. Oh, like Warriors fans just want everybody to like them. Like, nah, not really, man. Like, we don't like, don't really give a shit about that. But we just enjoy clowning you idiots for fucking, you know, making stupid ass predictions and making dumb comments and and whatnot. And then you know we take it to another level where we're really trolling you, but you're too stupid to understand that. And then you get all upset, and next thing you know, you're talking about your, you know, maybe taking what. Or Warrior fans are saying and just labeling, you know, all Warriors fans. But that's a Twitter special thing. So. That's Twitter special. That that's probably the most common one. That the uh, the uh, I get to make fun of anything that you do or anyone does. But the moment I get my ass handed to me or get roasted, I start to become 
the victim in this yeah, it's, scenario. It's so, always like some dude. Classic. It's like some dude with Steph Curry as their their profile pick and twelve followers says something to him. They're like, oh, all Warrior fans, you see? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember somebody was you know we were having a back and forth and they were getting sensitive and kind of in the feelings and I just told them to kind of you know just you know just you know pull your skirt down a little bit you know what I mean just you know. <laughs> oh, I remember this. This is uh... yeah, then I got blocked and the the dude uh, uh, accused me. Of- Sexist and yeah, I mean, don't want to disrespect your uh, you guys' uh, number one guest on the show. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, she, you know, Sam was uh, trying to get him on again in the postseason. I had to put an X on that real quick, though. I said, I said, you know, I do like him. That is my boy, but I wanted to, to, I wanted to get all the, um, I wanted to get all the takes before the, the Walker series. Um, I wanted them on the record so we could just. We could get uh, producer Jade to just cut up the war, you know, the the most wrong predictions, so we could just constantly <laughs> play them back. Like, you know, we could we could egg um, some sort of like Chris Paul doesn't turn it over in crunch time, and then when Chris Paul turns it over, you know, we'll just play it back over and over again. I was just I was just trying to create content, Andy. Dude, did Chris Paul had one good game in crunch time, shooting threes off the backboard against a team that they were going to win regardless. And it's suddenly like, Oh, 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 he's hungry. He's hungry. By the way, you want to, you want to talk about this? This is the best I've seen Chris Paul play since like, I don't know, 2008. Um, Yeah. And he's still like three levels below stuff. Anyway, go ahead. Well, he is, but like, um, he's averaging like six assists a game. He's, he's being much more aggressive as a scorer. So it's like it's and it's exactly like what you and I have said for years, like him micromanaging to try to make the perfect pass. Like, yeah, it'll help you like beat a bunch of bad teams in a regular season, but it kind of caps out your team. Now he's now he's just playing freer and actually letting the ball fly a little bit because like he can't shoot, you know, like maybe he has issues getting shots off against a lot bigger guy. Yeah, exactly. But like, I mean, he could shoot and it was always kind of like I hate guys who just micromanage the hell out of it like that. And it's, it's better to watch him like do stuff like he did this last series or just like, you're going to play off me. I'll take the shot all day. She, you trust him? Uh, I mean, to a point, right. But this is what I don't get. Like there's, <clears throat> you got to kind of, I don't think the Warriors get their fair share of, uh, you know, you know, t- you know, people talk about LeBron, and they'll talk about other people, and then they'll, you know, they'll be like, "Oh, they got, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, whatever, whatever." But like, why doesn't the team that, you know, been dominating the league for the last four years, been through literally every scenario in the playoffs, like, why don't they get the benefit of the doubt? And all I see is, you know, I'm seeing a lot of oh. They can't stop Harden, you know. The <laughs> built to to beat them, and uh, you know, Daryl Morey's out there just cir- you know just circle jerking it already on the timeline. Like. <laughs> the the only thing I'll say is like, it, how many years did it take till everyone finally acknowledged like you know how great LeBron is? Like we had to hear the the skips and the Roussards and like all these dudes like 
for like a decade be like, well, I don't know if he can come through in the clutch. You know, Derrick Rose, I'd rather have the ball in Derrick Rose's hands than LeBron's at the end of the game. Like that was stuff people said in 2012. You know, like it, it yeah, it's overboard now, but it's like, the, but he kind of the dude proved it for years. Ring, right? He needed the he needed the title for the for the validation. Yeah, but it, it it took a little longer, or maybe it just took him going back to you know Cleveland, you know Real America, and then now everyone thinks it he's really. It, that's what <laughs> that's what it did though. I mean, he went back to Cleveland, and and people started feeling bad. And and they were like, you know what? We can't roast the guy that we feel bad for. It's like a you don't want to make fun of of teams and small talents because it's just just inherently you're you just like, hey, you know, they're already as bad as it is already for them. We can't roast them any more than we, we're going to. You know, and it's easier to do it against a team in the Bay Area because it's it's uh-huh. the Bay Area. You mean you like the the Hamptons five um uh feedback the criticism it's gotten the last couple of days I find to be pretty funny too because the Hamptons huh? They're like a year freaking late. People <laughs> talking about that for, you know, since last season. That thing was given like a yeah, like like when, when they first got together that thing was given out. So But that that would now it's become like it's, oh it's, it's know, actually it's a pretty funny name. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because, like, TK has been pumping that name for a year. And then, like, everyone in the Bay has been saying, I didn't realize people didn't had never heard that name outside of the Bay. Um, I, I don't know. It is kind of a corny name. It's not my favorite name. I don't know how you guys feel about it. No? I mean, no, Death no. Lineup was Death no Lineup. No Hampton Death 5 lineup take? Was the one, man. <laughs> death lineup was the one. Somebody said yeah, death, death lineup. lineup. That's my one. Death lineup. That that was the one. Yeah, that was that was a filthy name, and it's it's. Uh, they had that for Harrison Barnes coming in, so I guess you kind of can't use it. Yeah, I thought and we were calling it KD Super KD. Death initially. Like when you when you when you switch Barnes for KD, it's just like you know. I don't know. That's that's all. Too much. Uh, I guess Hamptons Five I mean, works. It, you know, you know what the pro- you know what the problem is. It's that when they first had that death lineup, they would try so hard; it'd be so much fun to watch. And then they added KD, and that lineup became so good that they stopped trying, and it's hard to watch now until the last week. So, like that lineup became less fun just entirely to watch outside of just a couple games in the postseason. And now it's they they do that here against the Pelicans where they just tried for a quarter in game five. They tried for one quarter. And and that's one of the things where I, I want to talk about here is we have this queued up against Houston. It's are they just going to do that against Houston too? Like, is that, that's, that's just so disrespectful to, to Houston. If they're just going to try for one quarter and, and still win. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to read this Houston series. Like, uh, obviously, we all think they'll the they can take care of Houston pretty easy if they want to. But I'm trying to read how I think they're going to come out in Game One. Do you guys think they're going to come out ultra aggressive, or is it going to be the opposite? Like the the Warriors we've seen all year, who are just kind of like, we'll chill, we'll we'll see what you guys can do, and then we'll you know. We'll turn it on in the third or fourth quarter, or maybe in game two. Hopefully, there is more aggressive. You know, hopefully, there is more aggressive game plan. Just because 
you're starting on the road for the first time under Kerr and, uh, you know, you don't got, you don't just have that, you know, safety blanket of home court to fall back on. Uh, but I think it's like the Warriors go from playing the Pelicans, a team that's, you know, going up and down with them, pushing it. And they got to go down and, you know, now they play Houston who's trying to dribble the air out the ball, go ISO, 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 and not necessarily run back and forth with them. And then Houston goes from Utah to, you know, Steph, Dre, pick and roll with Katie and play on the wings. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it should be fun. I'm just surprised that we actually got it because, you, you know, normally you don't really see the, the matchup that everyone predicting from the get-go. You guys, you guys seem a little more worried than me. And I need to talk to talk to you guys too much. So I kind of know where you're going with this. I know Sam is always a little more erring on the side of caution. I don't know, man. I think this could be a sweep. I think the only reason I don't think it's a sweep is because I think the Warriors screw around at home. Um, but I, they win game one, which, which I fully expect them to win game one because they really feel like – I mean, here's the thing. They're off favored in game one. And now – they, yeah. They're going to look at that game as they're going to come in. It's urgent, weird. They're not you know favored I mean? in one, but they're heavily favored in the series. It's heavily though. Yeah, yeah. It's um. I mean, yeah. Two it's about a, it's, it? it's about two to one. Yeah, I thought it was a oh. 70 percent or something like that. But anyway, either way, like it's not like um, the Vegas line is is heavily tilted towards the Warriors for the series. I think. They come out, they win that first game, and it's uh, it gets ugly, dude. Like you, you as a Houston player, you spent all season getting that first season and first seed, and you aim to take down the Warriors. You say all this crap about how you come in for them, and you come in and you get whopped first game, which is like what I think is going to happen. Yeah, you just get smacked, shook. I don't know. Yeah. My my only thing is like the Warriors have kind of had a weird energy through the whole playoff series. Um. They, I just don't know that they're going to come out that engaged. Like, I know Houston's going to come out like, you know, Chris Paul's going to come out mighty mouse, like giving you basically everything he has. But I, I don't know that we're going to get that the <laughs> Oh no! Oh man! Um. So I, I I don't know how to read. Um. Like the playoffs hasn't really had a flow. Like they had kind of a little bit of a flow before Steph came back. And then since Steph came back, it's been just kind of like essentially regular season warriors. Like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll turn it on for about five, six minutes and then just chill for 40. Um, so, so I just don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Hopefully we get some, you know, hopefully, you know, they let teams play out there. It's not, uh, just a, a flop and, you know, disgusting just acting and nonstop bullshit. <laughs> that's right. That that's the other thing too. Like we, we love to act because people get sick of the warriors and it, it's not really talked about how ugly it is to watch Houston. Sometimes these dudes are just pounding the ball for 20 seconds. Yeah. And Houston, just, Houston's the quintessential social media team. I just, I just figured it out because, like, at at least once a game, Harden will have just an absurdly filthy play. But yeah. like, that doesn't really 
that isn't how the flow of their games go. Their games are like pretty ugly and like not, you know, like you go like six minutes with just like Tucker and Eric Gordon chucking up shots and no flow. Right, right. And then and then Harden will just hit you with this like one obscene crossover that gets vined a million times. I don't know. I, th- I don't think they're. Um, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like, um, have have Harden and Chris Paul gone off in the same game in the playoffs? I feel like it's been one or the other every time. Have they? Yeah, it's about to be neither. <laughs> but it'd be for it's Bobby neither. But I, I mean, you're right. And you know, you know what's you know what's I mean, uh, not fun to watch though, in my opinion. And, and give me your thoughts on this. It's KD post ups. They ran KD post ups in Game Four and Game Five nonstop, where Draymond usually takes that position because he's he can't he can't score. So they like to put him there. But they've changed the offense around and said, hey. We're going to give it to KD every single time here on the block against you. It might just be because it's Drew, but they look like they're willing to change the offense and make it a little bit more effective and just kind of more aggressive. But at the same time, it's also oh, less dear. fun to watch because it's, yeah, it's just an ISO, right? And then a double comes and he passes out of it, and then that's about it. So. Yeah, really, I think that was just the Pelicans. Like Pelicans start three guys who are 6'2". You know, like Etwan Moore, Drew, Rondo. They they really don't have a small forward. And then like um you know, also Steph's working his way back. So uh, having KD means you don't have to like put everything on Steph's shoulders. So it's kinda like an easier way to let him get his legs back. Um I'll I'll be weirded out if they start going to that heavily against the Rockets though. Cause like the Rockets <laughs> have I don't know, like five or six wings who can supposedly guard KD. I don't know how well they can, but like, I mean, they're, they're dudes are going to match up six wings. Huh? Well, I mean, you got, you got, you got Reza, you got Luke Richard, you got Tucker, uh, you got three, but like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's as good as it's, it's, that's a pretty good defensive better wing core. Yeah, better, better than, than anything Cleveland KD. or the Pelicans have to guard him. <laughs> it's a, uh... It's it's gonna be interesting to watch how KD and Steph really run that offense too, because um, because it was I mean like you're saying it was kind of up and down, and it flowed through KD when the offense should always flow through Steph always always, and that becomes a bit of a problem. And then also the other thing is crunch time offense. Um, I don't know how many games are gonna be close, right? Like I said, I, I think the Warriors smack them game one, but they're gonna be some crunch time minutes. Yeah. Uh, what's gonna happen? The gonna, ha- gonna, gonna, gonna have gonna Steph do. screening. Steph's gonna be and setting back just, screens. Most likely. Most likely. He's gonna set that pick and roll screen. And Katie's uh, so I don't I mean I guess that's something, right? That's an argument where you can say Houston has an edge in probably crunch time offense. All right, walk me through Walk me through the scenario, the best case scenario for Houston to make this a series. I'm going to let she take this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, all right, it it starts with Hardy. Hardy, You know, if he starts getting Clay in foul trouble, Early and then the Warriors got to kind of 
you know, take. I mean, they're gonna they're probably gonna take turns on him anyways. But if if Clay gets in foul trouble, then it's gonna be an issue because they're gonna need Clay scoring on the other end too, and and you can't have swaggy, you know, <laughs> swaggy, and you know, even Livingston with, out there with Andre because then it's just too many non shooters. Right, these guys can just you know. It'll be like the Utah series where they're just sagging off dudes and clogging the paint and just daring you to shoot from outside. And uh, I mean, and then it's hard to shooting like sixteen free throws and you know getting the Warriors frustrated and the calls aren't going the Warriors' way. And next thing you know, the Warriors, you know, they're just trick, you know, start messing around and uh, they get down like twelve, fifteen early and. It'll be like that game three in New Orleans where, you know, you get down, you might have a little run, but you just set yourself back from the jump and uh, Houston has the firepower to, to kind of, you know, keep it rolling. But, so uh, you, th- you think it's pretty much all on Harden then? Like if Harden, if Harden pretty much dictates his game and has like 15 free throws and is just kind of doing what he wants, that's that's pretty much it? I mean, yeah, that. I mean, that's why the, that's why it's going to be key for the Warriors to keep pushing tempo. To you know, to I mean, look, Harden's a guy who's you know who's who's uh, you know last couple of playoff runs. He's you know he's worn down out there. So the more you can kind of keep the game flowing up and down and get him involved in off ball action and having to guard you know whether it's KD even Draymond on the block sometimes and chasing Clay Steph. Like that, that's going to factor in. And the same thing with, you know, Chris Paul. Like, Chris Paul hasn't had to guard anybody like this. Uh, I mean, the Wolves' offense and the, and the Jazz' offense doesn't really have any uh, – like, it's pretty ugly, <laughs> to be honest, in the first round. So, See, I'm thinking that – I'm thinking the, the Rockets' best chance has to do with, with Capella and getting Draymond in foul trouble. I don't know if he can do it. But like, I mean, Capella outplayed Towns and Gobert. Um, their best chance is going to probably be just running, pick and roll at Draymond every time, hoping to get him early fouls. Because mm-hmm. then the Warriors, like, I mean, Looney's been nice. I, he's been a lot better. That like, we can't really make make fun of him. Uh, but like, I mean, you don't really want to be relying on him. You kind of want him more to be like fifteen minutes here and there to to spell everyone. Um, and and if 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 Draymond gets in foul trouble, then the Rockets can just kind of do what they want. Yeah, he's done a great job this postseason of not getting in that foul trouble. So, uh, yo, I think uh, knock on. Actually, mm-hmm. knock. Uh, Sorry, I think uh, <laughs> I think I think Warriors are running Capel off the court. So I, I think that's that's one of the things where they're going to lift him up on those pick and rolls. And I'm assuming Steph is healthy. I think he'll be, I think he'll be ready to go by game one. I think he'll be fully healthy. He got five days off here. Um, they're going to run them off the court. They're going to run and they're going to pull him up on pick and rolls. Katie's going to come off those streets. Steph is going to come off those and they're just going to beat him there. And the war and the, and the Rockets have finished games without Capella with PJ Tucker at the five. And if they go small to small with the Warriors, then all of a sudden you're the poor man Warriors. What are you really doing then at that point, right? That now, now you're you're fighting fire with fire. Right? You you play PJ Tucker the five, who is just a shitty version of Draymond, right? And then now you play KD against, uh, you know, Ariza, Umba, uh, Mute, right? Then now it's switch switch all switch all. Except the Warriors have 
Clay, Steph, and KD, and you've got Chris Paul isoing against you know a six-seven shooting guard in Clay. That's that's why I don't really worry because the matchups work out for the Warriors because the Rockets don't push the Warriors out of their comfort zone. Like if you have Marcus and Zebo, then all of a sudden you got two guys that are bullying you in the paint, right? Or if you got LeBron and Tristan Thompson bullying you, but Clint Capella's not bullying no one, though. I don't know, man. He's been good. Um, yeah, but I mean, he kind of he kind of did himself a disservice by, uh, I mean, running you know running his mouth, running his mouth. using like you just you know like you, you can't be taking victory laps in January if you're not like if you're not the Warriors, basically. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Draymond's got a notebook. He's written yeah. it all down. <laughs> Draymond. In the press conference, he said, well, what Capella say? And I was like, dog, you know what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, come on. What did Capella say? He said, you know, we're the best team. When we play our game, yeah. no one can hang with us, including them, or something. Uh, Dude, I'll, exactly I'll pull up the quotes, said. but you guys keep Dream talking. On, Dream on, is and Diari. That's exactly what he said. Uh, God. I mean, who, who's coming off a... Uh... I mean, Rockets. You know, they got that. Uh, they got their fake version of the Hampton Post deadline or whatever when they go PJ Tucker at five. But I, I just feel like the Warriors. They're gonna treat PJ Tucker like they, you know, they treated Rondo. Like if PJ said on the screen, they're not even gonna like. All right, yeah, like if PJ Tucker hits four threes, then you know, you know, I'll start reconsidering things. But like until he does that, just just shoot away, my man. It's PJ Tucker, bro. Yeah, what do, what do we call in their uh, knockoff Hamptons five? The Stockton five? The Modesto five? Uh, uh, what's a shitty city in Houston or near Houston? Let me Google this. The Galveston? Galveston five? I don't know. Is Galveston? Port Arthur. Uh, Port Arthur five. The El Paso five? Man. What's the what's the, what's the town at Friday Night Lights? Where's that set at? Uh, is that like El Paso? That is. This sounds like a herb city. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like they go after Sam all day. Um, people really hate. Shit, you think people hate Sam or me more? I don't think it's close. I think it's. Uh, I think, I think, well, I, they definitely hate. They hate Sam like. So they hate Sam because he's like you know. Brown has a beard and like not white, right? So, like they hate him for that. They hate you probably because like they wish they could just tweet that freely, openly, and have that much confidence. But their lives are probably shitty, and they like can't, right? Uh, yeah, you're then, tweet, you're tweeting like uh, like Steph pulling up from thirty. You know, it's just just free flowing. <laughs> like, like the funniest shit is like I, I bet you that like uh, like the funny shit out of all these people is like I bet you when they tweet. Some shit about you guys or even Warriors fans or whatever in general. Like, I'm sure there's like other, you know, other idiots like them in their DMs. Like, oh, great tweet, fire tweet, good job. <laughs> Me, like, but they just don't, they just not gonna come out on the timeline and say it. So. You just gotta add it. Like, like yesterday, dude, we had we had guys that were mad because. Uh, uh, my man, I forget his name now. He follows me, but uh, he was just like, "Why? Why are you? Why are you pulling a victory lap? You know?" And then you learn your lesson from twenty six. I'm like, "Yeah, I did," and now I'm back and doing the same shit. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. 
You know what I mean? So, so yeah, like they love to bring that up. They love to bring up uh, Draymond. Draymond was in the parking lot, caught like, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's just like not even funny anymore. That's like, at least be creative with it, not just you know doing stupid shit. Draymond in the parking lot calling KD. That was a great story, man. Actually, this fits right in. Speaking of KD, she'd explain to me, or Sam, what's going on? Why is uh, why is old boy uh, why is he so moody? Why is he uh, why is he at the press conference? You know, given you know, like five words. Should have never done that Uber commercial with LeBron. LeBron got in it. LeBron got in his head. Hasn't been the same. Hasn't been the same since it. It's just been kind of like salty and not like spicy. And I think in that commercial and those comments in that commercial probably, you know, you know probably got Warriors fans uh, caping for Steph even harder after that. You know what I mean? Like, you out there, you know, you sitting with Braun and, you know, Loki can stop at the God. Like, the God, bro, you can go. You know what I mean? You know, send auto port. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, uh, just need hey, a dude who can hit shots. That's all I need. <laughs> who, who says no? Katie and Iggy for Otto Porter and Bradley Beal. Who says no? <laughs> Why Iggy got to be in there? I can't. Man? I can't trade Andre. Just for Cap. All right, Katie for Beal. Who says yeah. no? <laughs> Katie for Beal. Hey, Sam be getting hella salty though. Like <laughs> when I be when I be saying that stuff, when I text him, he be getting so mad. Like I'm just like because I know he monitors he... your tweets. You're gonna you're gonna feel so bad when he leaves for the Lakers. You're gonna be like, yeah, I ruined it. I ruined it for. For the little kids in the East Bay who who are you know talking trash on the playground to their friends because they're Warrior fans, yeah. you're gonna ruin it all. It's all your fault, Andy. <laughs> it's all my fault. I, I, I think he's really been salty lately, just because he moved to the city and he has to commute from the city to Oracle during commute hours. Like that, is, <laughs> that will that will take you know years off your life. So. Bro, that, bro, that's why I'm stopping. That's why I can't do the commute anymore, man. I can't drive 90 plus minutes to the game, every game. It's gotten progressively worse. Um, each, it is, it is kind of crazy. It's like it, within five years, not even five years, like three years. Yes, it's, it's been. It's it's 30 minutes more. It used to take like 45 to an hour. Now it's like mm-hmm. if it's under an hour 20, that's a good day. God, that's. And it's stupid, right? You literally driving to East Oakland at six thirty, and it is ain't shit to do before, ain't shit to do after. <laughs> I sit in the, uh, I sit at a Chipotle like right next to it, just because I don't want to be in the arena uh, with the with the rest of the guys. I'm just like, I, I'm just gonna sit here and then eat my eat my eat my food. I'm be miserable like KD on Twitter. I mean, I'm just gonna scroll through and and see who's making fun of me. You know what? What's what's the weird thing too is. Um, not weird, but I do like though that that the Warriors, everybody else, they don't seem to necessarily care, and they're just like, yeah, well, whatever you want. If you want more touches, we'll get you more touches, and it doesn't matter because if they change the plan mid series, which I felt that they did, they're still gonna win. Mm-hmm. That's that's just an embarrassment of riches. Like that's just. It really, because I mean, in my opinion, if they run it through Katie, that's not that shouldn't be your offense, but it doesn't matter. Like they, they're probably going to do that in Houston against Houston, probably going to win anyway. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't even see like even on like uh, you know what I'm engaging for fans. Uh, 
is that uh like there's not even like I don't even think fans you know other fans like Houston they just like hate the Warriors right so they're just gonna root yeah. they're they're rooting for the Warriors to lose more than they are more than they are for the Rockets to win. Yeah, there's no way there's no way that like uh the 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 general basketball community is like in love with the James Harden foul show. Yeah. It's just it it's actually pretty funny because like you you see people um they're just kind of like they they try to say they're good but there's there's no like passion like I love this team behind them except for except for our guy Paul who's very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Paul legend. I like that kid. Is he? <laughs> I mean, he's just—he's like twenty, right? He's like nineteen. Someone, someone had like someone sent oh, my boy. Uh, I forgot his name. My dude uh, from the—he's from like he's like a jazz fan, but that's my guy. He he tweeted in. He said that. Uh, he said Paul used to pretend he was black or something. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> no, I mean, they're saying that he used to say the N word and. And he was outed that he looked like, you know, that he's like really like, you know, Paul from, you know, Paul, Paul, like white kid, Paul. These allegations. That's crazy. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know if I respect him more now or. I respect, I respect anyone who, who has their actual face up there, you know, it's uh, (laughs) as opposed to, you know, just going with Twitter. Wait, what are we calling it? Is he the leader of uh, Rockets Twitter? We should give it a name. Should, uh, I don't know. There's no Rockets Twitter. I, I there is, that. but it's like I, I, I can't quite put my thumb on it. It's, yeah, not, as, no, like, it's not as pronounced yeah. as like Cavs or Lakers or, um, I don't know, a bunch of other teams. Like, you know, kind of all the main faces yeah. tweeting through it. Rockets are kind of. Uh, they're kind of like their arena late arriving. Uh, you know, not, not a huge, not a huge presence. I mean, they got they got home court. They're the one seed. Like you know, anything less than a win is a utter failure, is it not? No, they'll spin the other way. It, it, it'll be it'll be. It took four All Stars to take down James Harden. I think the only thing that's a failure for them is if what Andy says happens, which is like it's never competitive. I think. Uh, most people will consider it a win if they actually challenge the Warriors and push them to six. They'll be like, okay, they're they're like on the right path. They need a little more, you know, but they're close. But then like, but if it goes the way Andy thinks it's going and it's just, they just get boat raced, it's going to be like, uh, they have the MVP. They brought in the point god. You know, they, they built the team. The team meant to, to beat the Warriors, and it, it's not even close. You know, it's like that, it's, that's just way more demoralizing. So, yeah, play out like the, the Cavs Raptors series. Like game one's kind of close. And right, exactly. He loses, and then they get boat raced in game two, and then good, good luck going down 0 2 headed to Oracle. I, I like this one, Sam, because you said this one earlier in the season. I, I think the Warriors figure something out here in Game One and Game Two, and it gets ugly, because because um, there's no. When you watched the the whole Jazz series. Was there anything different that Houston really did? Right, even when they're in trouble, not really. They just trying harder. They kind of stuck it. They try. That, that, right, I mean, that's their it. their they adjustment like... is make more threes. That's your adjustment. I mean, their main adjustment, like. <coughs> 
I said this to someone last week. I actually think they have a higher ceiling on defense than they do on offense. Cause like their offense just kind of is what it is. You know, like, I mean, Harden's one of the best scorers in the NBA. He's going to do his thing and Chris Paul's good and all, but like they don't really have any formula other than like spread everyone out and ISO, you know, and it's just kind of, they just roll with that. Right. There's no like layers to their offense, but, um, I think at least defensively, like when they really engage, uh, they're still not as good as the Warriors on defense, but they're they're up there. They're they're one of the better defenses when they like, you know, they get like Mute out there and they got guys like flying around like they can at least do stuff on defense. I mean, if they can't like if they can't beat the Warriors this year, then it probably won't ever happen because like you got the home court. You got, you know, the MVP. You got the secondary superstar with him now. You got all the role players. You got a big. You got literally everything lining up for you. You got, you know, Steph still coming back from an injury. Uh, like, what else do you need, right? Like, well, and, and but I, I really do think they, they, they probably internally, like, they'll never say this. What they're really banking on is Houston making it competitive enough so that someone like Paul George or LeBron wants to go there. And then like, you know, if they challenge him enough, maybe Chris Paul's like, man, we're close. I'll take a little discount so we can get another guy. Their worst case scenario is if the Warriors just destroy them. And then they're like, we're not even close. Why, why should I take a discount? I just want my money. You know, like, what was that? CP three is like what? 32. He turned 33. Um, 33 he just turned it 33. might have it might have been game five or game four it was one of the games it, like he turned it that was his 33rd birthday so either way yeah say, say the rockets say the rockets lose right like do they still give him a five-year supermax or you know like you're paying him until he's 38 and you're locking in like you know i don't know man, a five-year deal for a 33 year old point guard like coming he's off five ten too and the, and the, the other thing is you, you, you've just kind of handcuffed Harden's prime because Harden's, what, 27, 28, something like that? Like he's – You got he, Capella to pay. You got – I mean, maybe they can get rid of Ryan Anderson, but I'm not sure how many teams want him. Sure. I'm going to give away a pick for that contract. But no, the, hey, that's, that's a good point, though. That's this, this might be their best chance unless they get Kawhi. I mean, all, all their other, all their other right? role players, like all those wings, they're all – 31 30 like this is kind of their like a reason's not a reason's not getting better he might no. be what he is but like mute is not getting better this is like the best you're gonna get out of him tucker's not getting better i mean and and they won the season you know season series uh with the warriors so like you know what what like like seriously what else do you guys need going into the series like everything's lining up like you know what i mean like you know, show the world something. You know, go, you know, let's see you guys take care of business. Maybe they'll God. get maybe they'll get KD next year. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he did go to college down in Texas, so that's a new play, man. That's gonna be KD's just gonna jump from team to team every year. I think Look, looking for happiness for, and not finding it. Look, looking for <laughs> you know, you know, like. The Warriors fans chant MVP for Steph at the line, and it's always so awkward. It used to be that they chanted MVP for KD, 
um, when he first got on the team, like those first like few months, they were all about it. It was like a new thing, you know. KD's the new guy. Uh, they serenaded him with chance too. But now it's, I mean, the other thing is now the crowds are are relatively weak. But yeah, I mean, they do MVPs for Steph, and it's always super loud every time he makes a shot. And then when KD makes them, it's always different. You don't think he notices that? That's always interesting to me. Um, I mean, if you uh, if you pulled Warriors fans and you said, all right, we gotta. You know, one one of these three has to go. Uh, who goes first, Katie, Clay, or Draymond? What, 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 what's the percentage of fans saying that? Yeah, get, you know, get rid of Katie first. More than, more than, I bet it's more than you would think. You know, what I mean, it's more than like just God, fans are fans. You know, yeah. They love like guys like Dre and Clay who who have been here and done more. So, I mean, obviously, you would probably pick Draymond, right? If you were like a GM, but don't tell the fans. Don't tell Sam. I know Sam is getting mad already. Just I don't know. No, I'm not. Like it's it's weird because he's he's probably the most talented player on the team. Like I, I don't think he's better than Steph, but he's it's in terms of I don't know. It's just a weird situation. I don't know how else to put it. Like the. The dude actually, like, everyone gave him a warm welcome, and it's actually gotten worse after he won a title. You know what I mean? I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he, he's hurt he himself. Ha- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Full time. Like, even, like, most recently when he, uh, when he said he accidentally liked the, the comment about that was, you know, shitting on Russ on IG, it's like, bro, just fucking lie. Just say you didn't do it. Just unlike it and just say you did that. Like, that's Photoshop. Don't even just say it's a fake. Like, no one's going to go. You know, no one's checking for your say life. It was, say it was Rich Climate. I don't know. <laughs> like, like the truth is overrated, bro. Just fucking lie. Who cares? <laughs> this is why every time I say some shit about how nobody's picking the Warriors to win, you know, of course that's a lie. Like eighty-five percent of people are picking the Warriors to win, but I see one dude that says some bullshit about the Rockets winning, and of course I blow that thing up. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Same thing. Who gives a crap? At the end of the day, it's like. Fans love that shit. They love when it's like somebody doesn't dis- doesn't respect their team. I mean, like, I-, I think I've seen like maybe two people on Twitter so far that are- that are picking the Rockets. But hey, believe me, when the Rock when the Warriors win Game One, yeah, I'm gonna be dancing on the timeline and acting like, oh, under- it's under- under- store. <laughs> Beat Vegas, the underdog, the underdog came through. <laughs> no one's believing right now. <laughs> No one. So so. Hey, give me your uh, give me your give me some of your predictions. Um, she Sam. But, oh, for the uh, for the series, who's gonna win it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as a basketball fan, I wanted to go seven just because I feel like we need a uh, need a little know, drama. We need a little drama, considering like the Warriors had a you know. Like last year's playoffs were just a fucking joke, right? Like they just, just herb stomped everybody. Just you know, just shit was I mean, it was fun, right? But well, we need that. You need that. As it's it's cool. It's cool one time. You don't want it, you don't want that every year. You want that. Yep. You want you want the fucking uneasiness and the stress of goddamn. This season might end, you know, tonight or season might end. You know, if they don't win this, they got to go back and. Face Houston again in the game seven or something. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe we get a classic seven game series. Uh, but you know, as someone who 
prefers that the Warriors win. I would, you know, love to see it in six at Oracle. Uh, it would look even better in four or five. Five would be legendary in Houston. That'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty sweet, especially because I'm not, I'm not anticipating, if the Warriors win, I'm not anticipating the Houston Rockets hanging around and shaking hands and dapping up the Warriors. <laughs> It's going to be Chris, Chris Paul isn't getting the stuff hug. Yeah. <laughs> nah, and, you know, vice versa. I'm not, I don't think, uh, the Warriors, like, I don't think the Warriors really care for, like, they just probably don't care about the Rockets enough. It's like, you know, like when they lost game seven against the Cavs, like LeBron, I mean, you know, Steph, Draymond, they still went over and, you know, showed, showed some respect to LeBron and, you know, whatnot. But. And Kyrie. Yeah. The guy yeah. who hit the shot. We love Kyrie, though. And then you got okay. the finals, and you got you know LeBron in the finals again. Who you know, no one wants Warriors Warriors cast for, but no one wants to see that. Oh my god, bro, that's gonna be so boring. How are they gonna guard George Hill? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no, no one wants that. Over, bro. Can we just can we just fast forward to next year when they're playing uh, Kyrie Celtics Boston? Yeah, yeah so that yeah. I mean that was the best game of this year the the Saturday night game against Boston. That yeah. one was when Kyrie and Steph were just hitting just filthy oh, shots yeah. over and over again. And I was just so bummed. Like, I don't even know if Kyrie was healthy. I don't even know that they would beat Cleveland this year. But in a year or so, I think they can. And I just want to see those two go. I just want to see those two go at it again. They're low-key sick of Brad Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you rather have Brad Stevens or, or an NBA player? That was such a fucking stupid question. <laughs> like, I trade stuff. I trade stuff for Stevens right now. Like every every time the fucking you know the Celtics just inbound the ball. Oh my god, what an incredible play by Stevens drew up with them, you know? Like, bro, we get it. Like, it's a fucking inbounds play. All right, relax. <laughs> you know. You know how I know, like, we don't know shit about coaching, and, and this goes for everybody, too, on the T.O. It's like, they're, they're th- they, everybody made a huge ruckus out of, and by the way, I love Brad Stevens, uh, one of my favorite coaches, actually. But he called a timeout right as Marcus Morris was going to shoot a pull-up jumper, and that was the example of, like, yo, this guy is just, this guy's the GOAT. <laughs> like, he called a timeout to stop his player from shooting a pull-up jumper. By the like that. That's how little we know about how how coaching works in the in the back end, right? Like we truly have no idea what the what the adjustments are, what the schemes are, what they teach these guys, how they manage. He goes, we have no idea. So when somebody calls a timeout and saves one of his dumbass players from shooting a mid range pull up, you know, with the game on the line, that's noted as one of the like, like, hey, I'd rather have that than LeBron. <laughs> what are we doing here, bro? Uh, we'd rather have that than LeBron, KD, Steph, Kyrie. Yeah. Kawhi even, you know what I mean? Like, down the line. Like, come on, man. I said expansion team too, yeah. Let me let me get a coach with the first pick in the expansion. Yeah, man, I'm going to take Stevens, and then I'm going to give him, uh, you know, uh, Swaggy P, um, <laughs> uh, Garrett Temple, um, you know, like Nene. Like and 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 we're just, we're just good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's why that's why I don't want the Celtics in the finals because all we're gonna hear about is, oh, oh damn, no Kyrie, no no Gordon Hayward, no Daniel Theus or whatever his name. Is. Like, we're gonna have to hear all that shit. 
Yeah, but if it's the Cavs, it's just going to be excuses for LeBron for an hour. Like LeBron's going to score forty, the they're going to lose by twenty. It's like, see, he's, yeah, he's any, four all stars. Any chance for Cleveland slander is like all in. You know I mean, even though like I think uh, I think not only I'm just not ready to have my mention set on fire and like relitigating 2015 and 16 over and over again. <laughs> That's like really what it is, but I mean they're gonna win. I, I don't know. Right now, like, like Warriors Twitter and Cavs Twitter have like pretty much blocked each other for the most part, aside from like you know. Yeah, if, you, if you're not blocked now, it's like you, you, you're we're cool. Like eventually. there's there's like a head yeah. nod. <laughs> but everyone else is like yeah, the lines have been drawn. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, who like I, I think the only like. Real Cavs fans that follow like Justin and Chops. Like, Chops fan, bro. Yeah. And then everyone else is just like, you know, there was there was a bunch of them that just, you know, for a year fucking just talked so much shit, 3 1 3 1. And then Warriors didn't even win the series yet. And they were going on the preemptive blocks and, and what? <laughs> they knew what was coming. You know, you yeah. know, my favorite with the Cavs, and this is this was under mentioned. It's, um, there's a large amount of paid media. Like I'm not talking like Rowan, like Rowan's Rowan's just a blogger. He's like no different than Andy. Right. Um, I'm talking like guys who are like, you know, outlets for newspapers who are like saying stuff. And then when it went through one, like, Oh, I got to block all of Warriors world. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's like, there's so many of these media dudes that would just be fucking slurping Braun and anything he does. Like, uh, like it's like one, it's like, bro, like you're not gonna be a Rich Paul client. Like Rich Paul's not gonna represent. Uh, two, Rich, Rich Paul's not getting you 75k from the the Akron Journal. Two, you're not getting the LeBron exclusive, right? You're like LeBron doesn't do exclusive interviews uh, aside from the, the beat guys. Like he doesn't talk to anybody like that. Uh, although Warriors will did get the LeBron exclusive years ago. That's, uh, that's- <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that LeBron interview on YouTube, but is it the old one? The the uh, Andrew that's, Lee. That's from a while yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. You know? Legend. We gotta you know? pull that one back just for friend, Legend, friend yeah. of Warriors World for the finals. Warriors World got more more access with LeBron than uh, the cap. Right. The, the no. Ohio.com. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they just slurp them, and you know, then they want to chime in and sneak. That's you know, then they want to sneak this stuff and the Warriors and shit like that. That's when the Warriors fans react, is you know, when you got people that just be you know throwing out stupid shit up there. So. Yeah. I'm ready. All right, well, this is gonna be three three times in four years. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready for the series to start? Then Sam, you ready? Got out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. I'm ready. It's game one, Monday. You got four days. Four days. Oh, shit. I'm waiting for <laughs> Friday, Friday night or something. Someone's Is gonna, a- someone's gonna Don't. post something that just just gets gets the party started. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm waiting. Ashid, please feed us some. No. So, man, I, I appreciate you having having you on, man. Always. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on, Sheed. Absolutely honored. Absolutely. Uh, you know, thrilled that uh, I got to meet the the <laughs> Light Years Pod uh, minority guest quota of the year. So you guys are good for 2018. 
Yeah, we got you on before for in seventeen to make sure we hit last year. So we're gonna get you after the <laughs> after the parade too. We getting you right back after the parade, baby. Live, live parade show. Live uh, live light years pod on a float. We gotta get you on the float. Oh yeah. Let, if not, if not, we gotta at least get us at a bar to celebrate that that chipper when we do record that. We gotta get that live. Just email Joey Lightyears and say, hey, you know, like you got eighty five floats. Just make it eighty six. Who the fuck? What's one more? Yeah. All right, man. Perfect. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.